Welcome to the USU Career Studio podcast that helps you navigate your career path. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tell your friends and family all about it. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to get access to our newest content. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face-to-face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I'm so excited to welcome alum and USU employee Ricky Flores to the show. Welcome, Ricky. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ricky is a marketing manager for Utah State University statewide campuses. Ricky has been involved with professional marketing for nearly 18 years, beginning at the Utah Film Commission and now continuing at USU. Ricky manages and facilitates the marketing strategy of several USU campuses across the Wasatch Front. Ricky, I am so excited to have you on the show today. You have some of the most unique experience I think I've ever heard of. So I'm just really excited to chat about how in the heck you got to where you are. But before we dive in, we have to share your fun fact. So the movie Sandlot was actually filmed completely in Utah, minus the final scene. So tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, so um, uh, it is a, a very popular movie. One of the you know biggest uh, um, films that I think everybody has seen. You know, everybody's seen The Sandlot. In fact, they hold. We've I've been a part of like a couple of anniversary screenings here in Utah. They because the Sandlot still exists. The actual Sandlot still exists in in, in the Glendale area. So they I think like every five years or so they have a. Uh, Sandlot, uh, Sandlot That's awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and, and actually we started it, the film commission, uh, my, uh, previous boss, uh, Marshall Moore, who's the one who's, who was really is one of his favorite movies. He's the heart and soul of getting that under underway, but yeah, it's a very popular movie and people are always, you know, they, they don't know how much of the movie is filmed in Utah. And it's, you know, most of that, that most entire, that entire film was in Utah shot in Salt Lake city and in Ogden. So, so yeah. wild. What a fun yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty, you know, it has a pretty big cast too. You know, it has a, what's a, um, James Earl Jones and, yeah. um, oh, I can't remember the comedian's name, but he's in it. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Tons of big names. So cool. Well, and this is actually a really great segue. So today it's funny because we're having you on the show because you have a business degree. That's how I'm sneaking you in today. <laughs> but really, I'm actually really curious to talk about your current role as a marketing manager here at, at USU. But before we get too too deep, I actually really want to hear, talk us through like starting with your bachelor's degree at, at the U, you uh, you're a little bit rude there, went to the U for a hot <laughs> second. It's okay, I did too. But so talk to us about your degree there and how did all of that turn into working for USU now? Yeah, so when I, I mean, I can, as long as I, you know, as long as when I wanted knew to go to college, I knew what I wanted to do, I wanted to go into some kind of movie and film production. So I was, you know, since I think high school, I was my whole gear, my whole, my whole focus. And you got to remember, you know, I'm kind of older than, than a lot of other people out there who probably have this degree. You know, we didn't have accessible cameras on our phones, but we didn't even have mobile phones. Yeah. A little bit more difficult for us than back then, but, but uh, that was my goal. And so I, I went to school, I went to the U started film school there and, uh, you know, just went through the motions there, did everything I could, graduated. And after that, I uh, started working on some films. And I I quickly realized I did not like working on set. Uh, set for me was one of these things I just did not, did not mesh with me. I was a PA. Uh, that's how you start out most of the time for in the film world is you become a production assistant, a PA. Um, no set PAs, and that's what I was doing. And I just, 
I, I was expecting, I mean, it was a kind of a really strange moment for me. It's just like, I just, you know, I just did all this and I do not like this at all. Um, so I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't like working on set. It wasn't, I didn't like media or movies or anything like that. I just didn't like working on set. So I had decided that I would uh, focus on what I really like doing and that was editing. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to get into editing. So I did some, uh, I did some interning at a production studio, did some interning there, did some editing stuff there. Then I went on to work at Channel 2 News, where I was, uh, where I wanted to become, you know, they have news editors there. And I, I heard a lot of people got their starts there being news editors. So I started going that down that road. But then it started taking way too long. It was like one of these things where it's just like, I, I'm not breaking into it as fast as I wanted to. So I decided to, you know, I kind of take matters into my own hands. So I, I left Channel 2, started doing a lot of freelance work and did, you know, some camera stuff, did a lot of editing stuff, did some sound work. But that kind of grew into other things as well. I mean, when you're when you're kind of your own shop, you start learning other tools. So I was learning Photoshop, Illustrator. I was doing a lot of graphic design stuff. Not Nothing, you know, nothing great or big or huge, but I was learning those tools. Um, like web development as well. And next thing I know, I'm helping some people out with database creation, creating databases and formulating databases and just by accident. <laughs> yeah, just by, yeah, just because I knew how to operate a computer and I knew how Excel worked and I could, I could figure out programs pretty easily, you know, how they operated and, and people, you know, needed that, needed that service. So I, I supplied it to them. And then that would probably develop into, hey, I also need a web page. Can you help me out with the web page? Just, yeah, sure. You design that out and help them out. And maybe they'd want some kind of video piece or something like that created and help them with that. So that's what I just started doing for several years. Um, and then, you, you know, as I kept on going, I'd work, you know, freelance work is very hit and miss. Uh, that's mostly the film industry, people that work in the film industry know this very well it's like they they work sometimes and they don't work sometimes so you know when i worked i i did as much as i could when i didn't work i had a good job or do something so that's what i did and it kind of kind of you know it's always kind of unsteady at times so i ended up doing a a uh, a job at uh the utah film commission it was just something they needed help with organizing photos back then there was digital cameras just on the cusp but we still had hard photos to show images of locations across the state so they had actual physical uh, uh, pictures that you that you would put in folders and distribute out to producers and directors for them to look at. So this was way before digital uh, images came 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 into being. I would say probably about three or four years before that. And I spoke about Marshall Moore earlier on. And he's the one who's like I worked with him on Touched by an Angel, and I worked with him uh, at the Utah Film Commission. He kind of brought a bunch of us in while we were out of work <laughs> in, the, in the film industry. And uh, and I ran into an old film school buddy who was working at the film commission. His name was Aaron Syrett. His name is Aaron Syrett. And um, and we had an acting class together. We had you know, just a great time in film school and I hadn't seen him in years. And he was working there as their marketing person. Mm-hmm. And he came into me and we were just chatting. And he was complaining about a problem he was having on a design project. And I said, oh, all you need to do is this. And I can't remember what it was. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah, I can show you. And so I showed him. And he's just like... Mary, you just like looks at me and says, how do, how do you know all this stuff? And I was just like, I, know, I just taught myself and did stuff. He's like this. And he's like, I got to get you hired on, on here. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. And it did take a little while, but about, about I would say about a year later, uh, you know, I, I was kind of going back and forth, doing some odd jobs for them here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for the film commission. And then next thing I know, they said, Hey, we have an opening. Would you like to come in? I said, yeah, sure. So I ended up coming in as their, as a program specialist is what they called it. And then a year later, they uh, promoted me to digital media specialist. So this was on the conversion time where uh, paper stuff was kind of going away, paper, you know, hard images, mm-hmm. digital images were coming into play. So I had to convert their entire library to the hard copies, the digital. We did that. I did that. It was one major project I did. I also became their webmaster and I helped facilitate a few design needs that they needed for ads and any other kind of marketing tools. So that's what I, I for the most part, that's what I did. I, I, I you know, I, I, uh, I managed their digital assets and created digital assets for them. And then uh, I did that for about four years, you know, kind of taking on more tasks throughout those years. And uh, then the marketing position opened up after that. Uh, so I, I took it. They offered me the job, so I took it, and uh, I was there. I did that. I did had a lot of marketing for the film commission. So to to kind of break down what the film commission does is a the film commission is a state agency, a Utah state agency, and they're they're a market agency for the state of Utah. The purpose is to promote production, film production, commercials, TV, whatever that might be, to the state of Utah, and they do that by promoting locations talent professional workers um and um and of course you know uh uh locations and also uh our uh incentive program that that utah has so we do that we bundle all together and promote it to hopefully production companies will see it and like it and want to come to the city of utah so my job as the uh uh, my title there was creative and marketing manager for utah film commission and i would I, I created all their assets. I designed them all. And, and, you know, I'm not a designer, you know, by any means. I wouldn't call myself a designer. But, you know, we were running on a slim budget. Uh, they still are, I'm, I'm probably sure. But we, at that time, I was, it was a slim budget. So we couldn't really hire out those those kinds of needs. And we had it all doing it in-house. So I designed and created everything. And then I put it into market. I created tools for the, uh, for the, uh, uh, the producers, managers the production managers that they needed to do um gave them the assets and tools that they needed to promote the state did trade shows did all that kind of stuff for the state of utah to get films made here in the state so um that that's how i delved into marketing uh it was through my film connection and and now i was immersed in marketing i really liked it i really enjoyed it uh so i had an opportunity to come to USU and I didn't know what I wanted my next step was. I knew I wanted to do something different. Uh, but at the same time, I wanted to try to figure out a way to go back to school. And USU gave me a great opportunity because it was local. It's here in Salt Lake. You know, a lot of people know that that USU has statewide campuses. Um, so they have a campus in almost every county. Uh, I think there's 30 locations right now. And uh, so it, it offered me a great opportunity to to do what I what I like doing was the marketing man and uh, with a possibility of hey I can probably go back to school when, I, when I'm ready to and that's exactly what happened I came here uh, did that and I, about two years in I decided to go back to school get my master's in business administration fulfilled that and still rocking it on man Ricky there's so many things I want to ask questions about the one that's really top of mind to me right now so initially you talked about like growing up, you, you had this dream, like you really mm-hmm. wanted to do film. Like that was really the thing. Yeah. And then the first time you tried it in real life, 
<laughs> it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And yeah, I think yeah, this exactly. is so common for students where they they get the degree, they do everything they think they need to do, except they don't always try the thing. And so they get into the, the, the space and they go, oh, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I'm curious, I guess my question is, in that moment where you started to realize this isn't a good fit for me, mm-hmm. how did you pivot? Like, how did you get out of like, how did you allow yourself to change paths? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it was, I think it was, a, I think it was incremental. I don't think it was like, it's never just sudden. I mean, even, even, I think the only sudden thing about it was I, I knew I didn't like working on set. <laughs> and there are, t- I know tons of people that love it. My brother is also in the film industry. He loves it. They, you know, they love working on set and, and they're, you know, they're, they're greater people for it, but that was probably the only instantaneous thing that happened. I think everything happened incrementally. You know, you're, I was, I was like, Hey, I really, I, I, I really like film. I really like media and I really like editing. So I'm going to stay with editing. I want to just figure out how to edit. That's what, that's my goal. My goal is to become an editor before it was to be a director. And, you know, you have that, that, that dream, which I'm sure a lot of people out there do. And, you know, I'm not saying don't chase it, but also be realistic about it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but th- that's, and that's how I decided. I said, now I'm going to become an editor. And I think that kind of aspect of things, of that mindset has always stuck with me in the, in that sense of that everything I do revolves around editing. It's it's because editing, when you edit a, a massive project or a bigger project or stuff like that, whatever that might be, if it's a commercial uh, movie or some kind of TV show or so, whatever that is. And I've never edited, you know, a huge, production i've done smaller projects but it takes a lot of project management to do that and you have to like be able to balance so much stuff and intake a lot of stuff and output a lot of stuff so as i moved on i I, you know i didn't come to this realization until much later of course it wasn't like i was i knew this was going on but i was i was entering a field that i that i just had the tools because i wanted to be an editor i had i collected those tools that I, to become an editor and I applied those to different things. So they just became something. I just applied them to something different versus to what I thinking was I was going to end up doing. And, and I think that's why I enjoy what I'm doing now just as much as I would probably if I stayed with film. It's not because I don't like film or, or hate it. It's just that I'm still utilizing every tool that I have in that, every skill set, every knowledge piece. I'm just applying it to a different thing. And I think that's that's you know that's that's it happens over a long period of time. It just didn't happen like overnight. Yeah, and I love this point about like the transferability. I feel like I just made that word up, but being able to transfer skills from yeah. one job to the next, and sometimes like the transfer is really easy. You're just switching, you know, companies. But to your point, oftentimes, and I think this is becoming much more common um, in today's workforce. But we, you know, you might have three totally different careers in the course of your, your time as a working individual. And so being able to have skills that are utilized in many different fields, I think is such a key skill. And I love that you were able to identify what are those things, not only that I'm good at, but I also enjoy and being able to utilize those in different spaces. Is so, so cool. I love yeah, that. And, and even things like, like I've learned, like I learned in, in the film world, um, has, has, has come back here, at, especially here at USU more than, than really at the film commission. The film commission, ironically, although I was I was surrounded by film and film production, I was more uh, really immersed in in the creative aspect and the marketing aspect, really just in, de- in depth in that of that angle. And here, 
Um, I don't do as much design work at USU. We have a design team that does that. So I do more of the management side, strategy side. But, but you know, just a few months ago, I had, we decided to produce uh, five or six new commercials. And they hadn't really, USU hasn't really done this, like on this level for them, at least the statewide campus level hasn't done it at this level before. So, you know, that experience came very handy when they needed a whole new set of commercials to be produced for um, for uh, streaming digital television. So all that stuff came back when I was like, yeah, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you make a production sheet. This is how you make a call sheet. This is all the moving pieces and this is the people you call and the people you manage. So all those things came back pretty quickly. So it, it's it's all it's all very useful what you do in the past and how you apply it to your current or future position. I love that. Okay. So that takes me to another question that I had. So as you look back and at past roles, but also your current job, what has been some of like the most challenging parts of this type of creative work, but then also maybe some of the more rewarding parts of this type of work? Well, I'll tell you, yeah, I think I think the most challenging, at least from my aspect, when I look back at, at my career is, is the creative side of of when I was at the creating content, I think is is very um, is 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 a lot of is very hard work. You know, you, you, designers. You know, I give a lot of credit to designers because uh, they're doing one of two things. They're they're either they're kind of they're kind of making stuff that is very very uh, assembly line, and, or and or they're creating really cool new things. And that's that's exhausting. It's it takes a heavy toll, and um, it is one of those things. Again, it's like one of those things where I don't miss designing too much. It's not something like I, I would like I said never would call myself a designer, so I don't miss that aspect too much because uh, it's not something that I I would uh, I would that I that it's not, I always say I enjoy doing. I just said it just wasn't like it wasn't that thing, you know, it wasn't that yeah that thing. But at the same time. When those pieces came together, when you were to create something and it finally came together and it was finally, you know, you see it on that printed page and you feel that paper uh, or you see it on the screen or something like that. Then you're like, oh, my gosh, all that work just paid off. I nailed it. Goes for here. Yeah. <laughs> the same goes for here. You know, I may not be designing something, but, you know, I have a client who may need, you know, they might need a, a, a product or a piece or an asset and starts with the germ of an idea that it develops into a bigger idea. Then you hand that over to the designer. You kind of had, and you only handed it to in words. You know, you just hand it over to them. This is what they want, and it's in a word document used most of the time. And they push it out and make it a design. And you're like, wow, that now now it's visibly seen. It's not just you know words on a paper. It's more than that. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of things are remarkable to me. Oh, oh, that's so interesting. Well, okay. So another thought that I've been having is, so when you worked for the Utah Film Commission. I'm going to call that industry. I don't know if you totally agree with that that word, but I kind of think of that as like a more industry-based creativity oh, yeah. versus for you now you're in the education sector. Like talk to me about some of the differences between working as a creative in both of those spaces. Well, the the unique thing about the film commission was that that as a, as as a marketing agency to 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 market the state, you're working with the private sector as well. And you're not just working with in, in, you know, we would never market the Utah Film Commission with Inside Utah. Doesn't make sense, right? We're trying to get people from New York and California. Um, probably even, you know, these days would probably be more broader than that. 
so so we're dealing with a whole different clientele in the private sector. We're trying to promote, you know, try to get those Hollywood studios online, those New York commercial uh, advertising agencies, marketing agencies, trying to come down, you know, trying to condense them here to the state. And that's the uniqueness of it. It's more of a hybrid type scenario where you're dealing with a lot of, uh, uh, you're dealing with that state government type bureaucracy. You're dealing with the legislative session every year. You're dealing with all that kind of stuff. And then you're also dealing with a lot with, with the privacy, because that's the goal. The whole goal was economic development. And so you have to have that private sector involved. So that that's 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 the unique thing about the that's the key difference here. Here, the difference, uh the, the thing here is that you have to kind of a similar system where it's education, but it's the the difference here is the outcome versus you're not trying to you're not trying to uh get people to um uh come to the state to make a movie you're trying to get people to give them an education to get them to better their 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 livelihood you know and that that to me is that that's just a wholly different type of thing to do you know so ricky as you look back on your past experience and, and maybe even something right now i'd love to hear a favorite project that you've had, either something that you're just really proud of or something that has just meant a lot to you personally? Well, I think that I, I brought I brought this up a little earlier about this commercial uh, campaign that we just recently did here at USU. And um, it was it was a very interesting subject because it's not, we've done videos, they've done videos and they've done commercials, they've done all this stuff. But the way, the way they've done it in the past was something, was was not the way we did it now. Um, we took it. We took it more as a uh, uh, a production, um, full fledged production, and that was new to statewide campuses. They were able before, prior. They were able to use students for testimonial videos. You know, you'd get a student. They would talk about how you know the, why they chose to come to USU, why this, why they came to a statewide campus, and and they were great. They worked great, and they still work great. But we weren't reaching an audience of awareness. We weren't making people aware of USU's existence. And let's say for in, in for this for the sake of argument, Salt Lake. So we weren't that argument or that that awareness was not being made. And we knew that we needed something different because a testimonial video is not really going to make people aware of USU in Salt Lake or in Orem or or in Brigham City or Kaysville. Um, so we we had decided. I had pitched to them. I said. You know what we need to do is we need to create you know we need to create commercials that are more ethereal you know that they have a they have a narrative and they have a story but they're not like they're not testimonial they're not they're not directing they're trying to they're actually trying to that what we want to do is make people aware that there's that this campus exists and you can't do that i don't think effectively just with a single testimonial video so we, we started batting around ideas and started going forth and we came up with some scripts and then the next part was then that, that tell you the truth that was that was the easy part the hard part was the actual production of stuff yeah <laughs> and and then it was a big step different for them because it was like okay this is what we have to do we we're we're, we're not going to be using as many students we still use students but we're not going to be using as many as we have in the past and instead we're going to be hiring actors to do this and hiring you know because it's more efficient you know students are very busy people they they've got you know they're working. Uh, Post traditional students are, you know, they're working. They're going to school. They have a family, so it's hard to ask them to do a lot of things. You, know, you got to come up with this time, this time. 
and it's difficult. But when you have paid actors do that, that's their job. That's their life. You know, that's the way they do things. So they they come on. They they you know you set them a schedule. You give it to them. You don't have to do any workarounds, and it made it more efficient for us to create. I think it was in the end uh, nine commercials that we did um, across the state. So that was kind of a kind of a a, a big leap forward for the for the statewide campuses to do that to you know make it more like a commercial production and it was hard it was hard it was a a difficult thing for us to do but as we went on we were learning you know i was i was learning some new things about how how the mindset was here at the university and uh they were learning how the vision would needed to be right so we were both learning on this on this together and I think what we ended up with, uh, you know, in, in the end product was from the first to the end was better. You know, we kept on increasing that much better. And I thought we we have now, I think now we're now even ready to move on to something even bigger. So those kinds of experiences are are good for not just myself, but for the, for the campus, uh, for the institution as a whole. I love that. And I love that you're making a a unique contribution. It's interesting. Oftentimes, you know, if a student says, oh, well, maybe I'll work in higher education, they immediately think they have to be a professor. And I love that you're opening up the doors and saying education, you need all of the same types of people that you would at any business, you know, more or less. Um, And so I love that you're kind of opening the door to, to students thinking about different spaces of work that they could look at. That's a, that's a good comment because I was just talking earlier today about, you know, education and what you need to know. And, and, and of course, if you're going into a certain position, um, into the educational field, it's good to know as much. I didn't, I didn't know hardly anything when I stepped into the role of, of a marketing manager here, uh, educational wise, there were, there was meetings in my first few months here. I was like, I have no idea what these people are talking about and the terms they're using. The and acronyms. Like, yeah. You're like, I don't know what, I don't even know what post post traditional traditional. I didn't know what they were talking about. You know, I had no idea. And at the time we, they were, and the, there was kind of this moment where they were, everybody's using different terms to mean the same thing. And I was just like really confused and, you know, I was like, well, you know, just keep on listening. And that's what it is. It is true. And asking questions too. You always, when, they, when you said that, what did you mean? Um, but yeah, I think, I think coming into the, it, it, it's exactly what you said. I mean, the, yeah, there's going to be those positions where they want to have that great educational background because those are required and necessary, but there's also a lot of positions that, that don't really necess- necessitate that. But when you know it and you understand it, everything goes so much smoother. Now, you know, everything today for me is just like, oh yeah, you know, I can follow the conversation. I understand what you're saying. And I understand the outcomes better because of that. And and that's leading to even, you know, me desiring to um, either stay in the educational field as I look towards doing something different. Um, I really liked the, the field a lot. I really enjoyed it. So I, 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 I don't know if I wanna leave education as I progress in my career. Oh, so interesting. Well, Ricky, I can't believe we've been chatting for like a half an hour. That blows my mind a little bit. Um, but I do want to close with one final question. Um, and that is, as you look back at like 18-year-old Ricky, what kinds of career advice would you give yourself now? Um, I, you know, I, I, w- I would say that, yes, you look at your 18-year-old, man, that's <laughs> You're not, you're not, I'm not, I'm not trying to nix on any of the, the 18 year olds out there, but you don't know a whole lot, you know? And I think, I think you think you do and that's fine. I mean, you think you do, but you don't. And that's, you you come to that when you get older, you come to that. That's fine. Um, but I, I would, I would, I would tell myself 
um, expect the unexpected. You know, I think that's a good rule to live by because you don't know what's going to come up in front of you. You may, like I said, you may find something you you think you'll love and you won't, and you may look at something and you think I don't want to do that, and you would end up loving it. I would never have guessed that I would end up in marketing or advertising or anything like that because you know, not 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 at this level, the level I'm doing it now. Um, I wouldn't even I would probably even consider that. You know, so keep the doors open. You know. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there in in fields that you're probably not even looking at, and you should, you know, you should try them out at least. If if you have the opportunity to try something out like that, you should try it out. Oh, what a great nugget to end on. Well, Ricky, thanks so much for hopping on the call today. I loved you have so many nuggets of wisdom throughout this entire conversation. So I'm excited to go back and listen to it myself. Um, but thank you so much for your time and and giving back to your Aggie family. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate you, you having me. We hope you loved this episode of the USU Career Studio podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends and family. 